and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 241 of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today, yes. we are watching uh, SG1 uh-huh. Season 10, yes. Episode 5, uh-huh. Uninvited. Yep. AKA, I have two AKAs. I do too. AKA, a duck that whistles. Okay, I like it. I like uh, it. AKA, Another damn bug problem. <laughs> My two AKAs. <laughs> okay. One of them is Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, because this has so many horror oh, tropes. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other one Who is... Who called weird bug parasites? <laughs> <laughs> the other one is... Kill the beast! Kill the beast. Oh, I love that. That's a good one, too. <laughs> These are all good. I am for Oh, and I was all over. I was like, oh, look, it's another horror film, tro- horror film trope. Yeah. <laughs> and another horror film trope. Yeah, I call... Uh, these are what I call the Supernatural Season 1 yeah. episodes. Oh, 100% Supernatural yeah. Season 1. Speaking of Supernatural, guys, holy, holy shit, moly. we're coming to the end of the 15-year run. Woo. Um, I have strong feels about that. I also have, without any spoilers, have very strong feels about um, Chapter 11 of The Mandalorian. Tell us. Um, I will Exciting only, feels? Happy I will, feels? As I told you earlier, without any spoilers whatsoever, uh, immediately after watching the episode... Actually, during the episode, I texted Brother Matt multiple times going, I'm screaming inside, and then proceeded to FaceTime him the moment it was done screaming. <laughs> so there's that. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are a little bit behind on our Mandalorian watch, but we'll get caught up. Um, and so I do want to share a little bit of housekeeping with the yeah. crew. Yep, yep, yep. Um, with the holidays coming up and people possibly having to see family and us trying to continue to respect social distancing, we... And keep Grace safe. Keep Grace safe. Um, because again, like I've shared with others, I actually shared this with my boss recently when I told him about how I got married. Yeah. And I said, look, I I love everyone and I love to see everyone. But really the reason for me not getting sick is, you know, if I get sick, I will either die or this virus will mutate and be even stronger. And we... And deadlier. We don't need that. And we don't need that. For the, so for the safety of the world. Both of them. We don't need either of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for me, I see it as, like, for the safety of the world, yeah. I'm going to keep myself away from it. Exactly. Uh, we don't need to combine those forces, we don't need, need. We don't need, like, this episode, any mutating yeah. well, it's creatures. Like, whatever I have is inert, and whatever <laughs> it has is inert, as long as they're not near yeah. each other. Chemical um, reaction. Yes, exactly. So, what we're going to do is, today we're recording two episodes. Uh-huh. So, you'll get a little bit of pop culture trivia at this one, and a little bit of pop culture trivia next week i'm going to save the big thing i've been doing all week for the next episode i like it but you'll get don't worry you'll still get all episodes in a row up to at least through thanksgiving we're still negotiating with the time schedule with the space-time continuum as to the full rest of the year plans what december looks like but you'll have an episode every week through through thanksgiving and we can say that far all through november 
Yes. Um, Which we get that it's half over. Yeah. Don't, through the beginning of December. Stop, stop looking at me, Swan. Um, <laughs> what's my pop culture for the week? What have I done this week? Um, I think I've been in school mode. Oh, this will not be everyone's, you know... This is not our usual wheelhouse, but yeah. it's very much a Grace wheelhouse. Speaking of shows that have been on the air forever and ever and ever, uh-huh. Grey's Anatomy just premiered their season 17. Oh, are you serious? I'm sorry. 17? 17. Yeah. And I still love this show. There was It had its little while where I was like, man, I'm not super interested. And then I got caught up and I love it again. Um, but I'll tell you, they did... It's a really great study in how you tell the story of a show that's supposed to take place in real life uh-huh. in a hospital yeah. during the time of a pandemic. Okay. And how they still make that a cathartic soap with some sort of... I'm just more caught that it's been on air for 17, 17 years. 17 years. Isn't that insane? I love it. Uh, I've been a fan. I've been a fan from the beginning. Um... I was Team George early in. I know basically nothing about the series except for uh, the, the there was the one actress I really liked that was on it. Which one was that? Uh, there was a lot of people who have been on it. The one that's a doppelganger for you almost. Oh, Sarah Ramirez. Yes. That was Kelly Torres. Yes, She was one of my favorites. And yes, of all the... You know how there's that thing going around Twitter right now? It's like, what celebrity do you look like? I've never looked like anybody, except maybe that woman. Well, you know, and I never thought I looked like anyone, with the possible exception of, um, and I forget her name, every single goddamn time. Amy Schumer? Yes, Amy Schumer. (laughs) I don't know why I forget her name every single time. I I, I love her. I do like Amy Schumer. I feel like there was someone I saw recently, and it's not coming to my mind, but it's also, it was in an 80s movie, which makes sense because I feel like the hair was Yeah, my hair is extremely 80s. (laughs) But I loved it. Um, It was good times. Uh, When it comes to me, I'll... I'll, I'll I still think my favorite is is, is someone we know was was like, I don't think she necessarily reminds me of, of Amy Schumer. She doesn't curse. She's not nearly as blue. And I was like, you... Oh, yeah. Nixie, you're not Amy Schumer. You're not quite as filthy. And yeah. Like, you only know me yeah. at work. <laughs> yes. Fuckity ball cock. It's like. To what muffin? Yeah. Work face, work face, work face <laughs> on. Um, I still think those are my favorite moments is when when you when you slip at work and someone's like, oh, I've never heard you quest before. Yeah. It's like, what did you think? I was some sort of weird Disney princess? <laughs> What is this? The good place? Yes, motherfucker. I'm just at work. I, I, I know I have, boundaries. Yeah, like I try to reserve myself at work and in front of children. I am far more successful at work than I am in front of children. Yeah, I'm really bad in front I'm of children. So bad in front of children. But that's because the children that I've been raised around, or that I that were raised around me rather, were my sister's children, who were just as acerbic and witty and smart. Where, their auntie. Whereas I secretly think that children should learn all the good curse words just from fam, you know, from from me. I still remember there was this <laughs> this moment where I just want to be the bad influence is all. My my sister had friends over, 
And my niece could not have been more than like two or three. Yeah. My oldest niece. I, I'm trying to remember how it went down. But one of the girls was talking about something that was dramatic for no reason type yeah. of things. And my two-year-old niece goes, that's stupid. <laughs> and my sister looked at me and I was like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, know I don't, I don't have anything to do with this. I was so I didn't do completely it. innocent. Yeah. Super not. Super not. Uh, me. Just it wasn't me at all. Yeah. Did, well, you know, she's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, truth the hurts. truth is, <laughs> out of the mouth of babes, yo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's where that is. Um, August 11, <laughs> 2006. Because we got to get the show on Let's the road, do it. yo. Um, Uninvited uh, was written by Damien Kindler, directed by William Waring. And the, the one I will point out. Um, Keegan, Keegan Connor Tracy, which I'm the horrible person who doesn't remember who they even were. Um, I think that's because I will keep wanting to say Keegan Michael Key. I know and that is not the same person. It's not. I'm pretty sure she's the 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 xenobiologist. Pretty yes. sure. Yeah. Um, she was in Final Destination two. She was Diane on Jake two which I very remember watching. Um, she's in Battlestar Galactica. She's the Blue Fairy on Once Upon a Time, Bates Hotel, The Magicians, The Descendants films. Oh. That's why the face looks familiar. She definitely has that face that I've seen a million times. I did watch Once Upon a Time for a little while. I've tried it three times now. I really want to get into it, and yet I still have not been able to get I into mean, it. I mean, I think I stopped somewhere in the middle, but I do remember seeing her as the Blue Fairy. Um, but yeah, she's got a great recognizable face. 100%. Yeah, I like it. I'm for it. Previously on Stargate. Um, Can learned from the Sedan that they have, you know, personal cloaking devices, which are pretty cool. And last episode, Agent Barrett had some issues about being, you know, brainwashed. Oh, right. Brainwashing. That was a big thing last episode. So we start in no other place but Jack's cabin up in Minnesota. Um, Before we even get there. Yeah. Or wait, no, actually, that is the first shot. It is the first shot. I know what you're about to say. Uh, the part where Landry is waiting as Cam drives up in a 1967 uh, yes. Ford Mustang. The sexiest shot <laughs> I've ever. I'm my little. Could Cam I'm get not gonna lie. Sexier for you I'm until you saw that he had a 67 fucking Mustang. A, fucking a little bit excited a right now. A black Ford Mustang. I don't remember. I'm not a car buff, yeah. so I won't pretend to be. Yeah. But this looks like the car from Bullet, the one I that Steve McQueen know. drives. But I don't know if it was the right year. Because I know there's a difference between the 67 and the 68. There the is. And I will say, this is, is one of the first... Like, I think Mustangs didn't... Like, came out in, like, 64, 65. Like, yeah, this is one of the first... still young. But it um, is... You know, the model didn't change so much that a person who is not a car aficionado would know but goddamn, if it's not gorgeous it looks just like the bullet fastback one of the few movie posters i I think it is a fastback yeah it is a fastback yeah yeah yeah. it's got that rounded back but i don't know if it's the one from if it's the same one from bullet and technically i don't know if the one from bullet was green or black but i think it could just be because the films i've seen it in are like degraded (laughs) yeah yeah and it looks green but it's the Steve McQueen greatest film chase. It's it's so fun to watch this chase now. I'm going to take a tangent. Go for it. Take a tangent. <laughs> a, take a, as Nixie picks up her D. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just about to say, like, I, I'm I'm a, like, Chevy GM girl, so I'm about the Pontiac Firebird. Well, here's the thing is I do like a good Chevy. I don't know my way around a GM's anything. Yeah. Um, but I'm a huge Steve McQueen fan. Oh, I knew this. Um, And so... 
you know, one of the things that the, the car chase in Bullet has been called is one of the greatest car chases of all time. Yeah. And it's fun to watch now because of how it moves. You know, it's not super fast action cuts, mm-hmm. this and that. It's just like build tension, build tension, mm-hmm. wide sweeping shots. It's gorgeous. Um, but people now would be like, this is boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to go into it. You got to really appreciate it. Plus, takes place in San Francisco and the outskirts of. So of I course, don't know why you'd be a fan of I something that takes know. place around Not San even, Francisco. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, this is gonna get a little weird. But Steve McQueen uh, married, I think, a, a Mexican woman at some point in his life. Uh huh. May have started my whole desire to marry myself a white man. Well, there you go. And you know what? We got here. You got here. <laughs> It took you some time. I realize how inappropriate all of this is. I think I'm just sharing with, like, you know, 16-year-old Grace. Listen, we're, feel. us and the listeners are a family now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we, 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 get, yeah. we get the intention behind, yeah. you know. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, beautiful car. Beautiful man. Yeah. Way to start the show. 100%. Yeah. Um, at least... About an hour into getting lost, his special forces training kicked in and went, you're lost. Yeah. And I love just, I love the concept of people continually getting lost in Jack's cabin. Oh, Because, yeah. of course, Jack's cabin would be in the most difficult to get well, place. he's not going to make it easy to get to because no. he doesn't want anyone to find him. No. Um, I also love that the Airbnbs this essentially for... Um, for fellow military people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was checking to make sure the dog was not chewing a gecko on me. No, yeah. The dog, one of our boys is being very weird at Auntie Nixie. Was, like, chewing at me, and I thought it was a, a he, lizard for he, a second. He's now presenting his hindquarters. Well, that's his standard. Yeah. <laughs> that's a standard. Um, anyway, apparently the whole team, SG-1 and, and Landry, are supposed to meet up here. But, you know, Teal'c is helping Colonel Reynolds... Uh, Sam is delayed because with Landry and Cam out, someone has to be in charge of the SGC. And Daniel sits in Landry's office, but not his chair, as we will learn later. Well, I actually like the idea that um, Sam is actually the first choice after Landry. Yeah. Like, even before Cam, it's like, yeah, Cam, you're you're sort of the head of SG1. That's fine. But, like, Sam's second in command of the SGC. But Sam's just better at it. 100%. (laughs) 100%. Um, and Daniel's in England with some private library looking up Merlin. Raising babies <laughs> off <Yeah>. screen. <laughs> Raising babies off screen. <laughs> um, uh, there's so, just a very active dog in this episode, guys. This I think there's no way just, around like, that. Shoved his giant head, like, between, this sounds weird, but between my legs. Yeah, In yeah. a very dog way. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. get in the middle pets, of things. Pets me now. Yeah. All of the pets. Um... And mad props for Landry to telling Cam to knock off the fat kid jokes. Oh, that was fun. That was a fun way to um, really remind him of who's in power as you're trying to tell the man to relax. Yeah. On top of everything Uh else. Uh, Good times. And Cam does not realize this is going to be a very long weekend. Yeah. Because Vala's not, Vala's getting a ride here. Oh, no one should have Vala drive anywhere. Don't don't get Vala driver's license. Yeah. So until then, it's just the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> just the two of us. I mean, I gotta say, I think I would be just as comfortable yeah. as Cam with my boss. 100%. With our boss. 
who also happens to be military background. 100%. I would not be okay at all. And, like, I'm someone who, more so than you, really likes being out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like, a lot. Still don't want to. Yeah. Don't. Can't. No want like um, this. Um, I will say props to Landry for forcing the team to take breaks. Yeah. For taking on the responsibility of how to help a team mitigate burnout. Hundred. Something near and dear to my heart. Percent. Employee wellness, y'all. That's basically what my next quote note was. Okay. Was that. <laughs> uh, to remember what they're fighting for. Yeah. And I almost started singing Mulan. A girl worth fighting for. <laughs> Can I tell you that it was in my head I had that line? And I couldn't, for the life of me, all doing these notes, remember what it was from until oh. just this moment. I went, no, oh, it's from, it's from oh, Mulan. Yeah. You had to let your brain not think I about know. it anymore. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be real fucking fun, Cam thinks. Sure. As we see someone in the woods watching them. Oh, yes. That nice point of view shot. Yep. And on a planet that looks like it's filled with orange, uh-huh. um, SG-3 and Teal'c, uh, there's a few missing villagers. Yeah. And they're out looking for them, and then find them in pieces. Yeah, the chupacabra's been here. And there, this is not a place where there's supposed to be any predators large enough to take down humans. The Wendigo was here. Yeah. <laughs> the name your favorite... Um, the, you know, uh, Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, Yeti. What is it? The skin flares? Wasn't that one? The abominable snowman. Um, there was the one in like the Southwest. The Southwest has a lot of good ones. It, they do. Um, the skin. I know the Skinwalker. Skinwalker. That's what I'm. Yeah, I know about. the Skinwalker. Um, is, I think we're yeah. Skinwalkers, Chupacabra. What is it? The world may never know. And you know, by the end of the episode, we still don't know. No. I am going to go with Skinwalker because of the appearance that we see oh, in the later. Oh, yeah. That's true. So Sam is leaving a briefing room scene with Teal'c and Vala and Reynolds. Um, yep. The people in the village are rightfully terrified. Yep. No clue what did this. They don't think it was a prior. That's an ongoing sort of question for this episode. Oh, right. And, you know, the one... The, apparently the prior who visited this village doesn't know the Tauri have also been there as well. Because right. there has been a prior that's visited this village on this planet. Interesting. Um, because originally they were there to spy. Okay. Prime directive and all. Right, right. Um, to see if the planet had gone origin or not. Yes. And basically only... They were human melping it. They were and... human melping it. Yeah. <laughs> they only sort of made contact once they heard people were missing. And... Vala, as people are slightly surprised to hear, is like, hey, we have, like, all this awesome technology and really cool weapons. Why don't we just go hunt this thing down for them? I do love this. I love, um, you know, Vala always seems to be trying to find the best angle for herself. Yeah. And you would think it means the best way to relax and get fanned with palm fronds. Uh Uh-huh. But the incentive to make some cash. Yeah. Drives harder than anything else for her. Fuck this yeah. is a hard-working woman. Listen, she works hard for the money. Oh, yeah. So, so hard for the money. For you're right. <laughs> um, and she actually has some experience. So hard for it, honey. <laughs> hunting burn it, burn it. deadly creatures. Emphasis on rare deadly creatures. She's a monster hunter. She is a ranger, rogue, yeah. monster hunter. Yeah. Okay. She's going to get paid for it, yo. Yep. Um, 
because girls gotta get paid. Yeah. Vala should have like a music video. I'm down for it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to make it like set in the 80s though. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she would look great with some frosted pink lipstick. <laughs> frosted pink lipstick. We get that hair big. Oh, big. Big I hair. Mean, yeah, I'm thinking like Susanna Hoffs and the bangles. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going there. That's where I'm thinking, man. Let's do it. There are some heels. There are some leggings. <laughs> there are some colors that don't exist in nature. I love it. I'm ready. There, I'm also thinking of like a little bit of the, the tool skirt thing going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If anyone can pull it off. 100%. Yeah. So, pushed by the fact that Sam really doesn't want to go to the cabin yeah. for quality. <laughs> She's like, that's awkward. Girl bonding time. You know what this is? Is um, They were all supposed to go to this party that nobody wanted to go to. Yeah. And Cam was the first one to show up. Yep. And it's like, Cam, we told you we weren't going. Here's the problem. This time. I'm Cam. Yeah. I'm Cam. Yeah. This is why I always have knitting with me and I find the dog. Don't show up early. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, so, so Vala is going to go with Teal'c and SG3 and SG25. We're going to see what's going on mm-hmm. without being detected by the locals. Yep. Use extreme caution. And as for Landry, Sam is... Is just is just gonna have to tell them that they're delayed. Sucks to suck, man. And as they're getting up to leave, Vala's very insistent to Teal'c. Like, look, we can catch the live, okay? I have great connections on the open market. We can split this 50-50. Yeah. And Teal'c's just like, I'm not even responding to this. Yeah, Vala is the first to loot the bodies. 100%. Vala is, Vala is gonna loot the bodies before you even know if the place is safe. Yeah. She's like, I loot the bodies. And it's like, bro, we haven't even checked for traps yet. Uh, for those of you who watch CR, remember what Vex did? Yeah. That's what Vala's That's doing. That's Vala. Instant death. <laughs> Instant death. <laughs> so Sam is in, land is in, oh, sorry, skip the scene. Um, on the cabin porch. Yeah. Landry and Cam having a few red stripes. Oh, right. Um, and and no, Teal'c and Vala, SG3 and SG25, do not need Cam's help. You're mm-hmm. fine. Just chill here. Put away your gigantic laptop. I do know that feel, though, where you're like, shouldn't I be at work right now? Yeah. This feels strange. I should be working. Um, and, and Landry's like, honestly, if you're still writing mission reports, I don't want to read that mission report. Yeah. <laughs> You might as well not, because I'm not going to read it anyway. Yeah, and, but he's been done a while. He's just, you know, finding it uncomfortable just hanging around with his boss and, you know. Yeah. That's what I've learned. I will say, hot take. Uh, this is how I get extensions from <laughs> from teachers, because yeah. I'm like, look, I know you're not grading these until... Like, if something's due on a Friday, yeah. it's kind of dumb. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, I know you don't want to spend your week you're in grading. Gonna, you're not going to grade Can this I just turn it in Sunday night? He gives me time to fucking work on the paper, and you yeah. gotta worry about grading it. I got a full time job. You'll get it. You'll get it before you get around to it. Yeah. You won't even know you didn't have it. And as Cam is slapping a mosquito away, we learn that he can recognize gunshots from the sound of them. <laughs> I do love that. As one goes off, and Landry is not a big hunting fan. We find out, mm-hmm. which Cam totally gets. You know, because running around the woods with a gun is a little too close to his day job. Yeah. Yeah. Weird how that happens. I do love this cut 
Because it's basically they should have cut as the Cam voiceover yeah. says it. Like Cam's voice should have traveled between the scenes <laughs> and stitched them together that way. Uh, Cam really does not want to be here right now. Yeah. Um, on the planet, Vala gets more than a Zack gun. Vala has passed her her weapons training. Oh yeah. Because she got herself a P ninety. I feel like, you know, Vala, again, we've said this before, but she's that student where the teachers in high school are just like, if you just wanted to do well, you could do really well. But she only does it when it's inconvenient to her. So she probably, like, flew through the weapons training. Probably. She was like, this is, oh, she, like, aced it, flying colors, everything, took no time at all. Yeah. But she just doesn't ever apply herself. Nope. Nope. Because it's not fun. It's not fun. Been there. (laughs) Are you in that picture? I'm in this picture. Do you and see I don't yourself? Like it. Do you see yourself there? Yeah, to this day. Um, and you know, Vala's just thinking of doing the ditch trick. She's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, boys, dig." Yeah. Um, I also love that Reynolds asks Tilk if he recognizes this footprint, as if Tilk is like an expert in tracking animals on any planet. <laughs> this is where it's like, I'm a monk. <laughs> And I feel like he should have just said that. I'm a monk. And then, like, shook his head at him. Like, what the fuck, dude? But it's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't have, like, bears on this planet. Yeah. Like, I'm not even a ranger. I mean, yeah, it looks like this one specific animal I grew up on. Yes, with. it was humanoid. It was on Chulak. Uh, yeah. Um, well, we can tell you this. It has feet. Yes. Uh, but soon there is weapons fire and SG-25 calling over the radio with animal sounds. And whatever it is, we get there when the damage is already done. Yikes. And while Teal goes on a little bit of a hunt himself, we see that it's actually just another teammate. Teal but there is the rule. The don't split the party rule. Never split he's the lucky. party. I do have a hunch he doesn't go far, though. Fair. Yeah, he's, he's just kind of looking ahead a little. Yeah. Um, but they still hear sounds of some chupacabra in the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, late at night, in a storm, at Jack's cabin. Oh, yes. Landry checkmates Cam, I'm guessing not for the first time. I and feel like this has to have been painful. Oh my god, yes. Okay. I'm gonna let this is go. This is me playing chess against Jesse. Yeah, it's like, just like, it's. I'm only here to lose. Yeah. Yeah. And he and, and uh, Cam is like, can we go play SOCOM? Yeah, <laughs> I do love. First of all, if Cam wasn't already having my heart this episode, he's a PlayStation he's a man, PlayStation guy, and I gotta love it and I gotta respect it. But also, bro, for someone who doesn't want to do their job while they're not doing their job, SOCOM yeah. is a bunch of military shooting guys. I know, <laughs> bro. I know. Can you like it's go play Crash Bandicoot or something shooter. easy? Like at least, at least go like. I guess that's not a PlayStation, but I was going to go at least go the, like, half a step away for, like, Halo. Something. But then again, on another planet, still yeah, close. still not even different, yeah. Um, if you just need to go shoot things, play Uncharted. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and I have a great conversation here about if it's easier for Cam or Landry to be honest with the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Landry was given some thoughts to the line last episode that Cam said about not being in charge of anything. Mm-hmm. And Cam admits it's, you know, he's just used to a little clearer chain of command. Yep. And Landry's like, look, you had your choice of pretty much anything. 
And you not only chose to come to the SGC, you literally made it your mission to bring this specific team together. Yep. You knew what you were getting into, basically. And Cam wouldn't change that, honestly. For for whatever whatever headache and and lack of clear chain of command there is, you know, after he goes out, after almost dying in the crash, part of Cam felt like he could do anything. You know, he was invincible. Yeah. Um, but now, after experience everything he has with the SGC, he realizes that he can only do those things with SG-1. Yeah. With this team. This is a fucked up world, and while he's complaining about how weird and strange his job is, there's no other one he would want. It's It might be a fucked up world, but it's his fucked up world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do love how quickly Landry turns the tables on the tone of this moment. Yeah! Holy crap! Because he's like, um, yeah, by the way, we're getting our ass kicked, and, like, there's no participation medals, and it's win or die, so... It's enough of the feelings talk. Pep talk! Yeah. <laughs> My pep talk is more of an intimidation tactic? Yeah. Yeah. Wowza. Um, and he goes, I need you and SG1 to keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, for us to have any hope, for us to do anything, like, it's all on your shoulders, dudes. Yeah. So, so, don't die. So keep going. Um, there was a... In this episode of Grey's Anatomy... Stay alive! Um... There's a great line where they said, Stay alive. <laughs> I'll wait till you're done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, the chief of surgery says, Look, we're losing, but we'll keep coming back every day. Yeah. Which I love that. I love the sentiment behind that. Like, yeah. this shit sucks, but we're here. And we're going to keep being here until we either die or we win. But again, if this was Landry, he would be like, yeah, but if we're dead, we're dead. So don't fucking well, that, yeah. lose. <laughs> and I think the sentiment's the same. It is. She didn't say it as softly as I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, this sucks, but we're here. Yeah. We're going to be here, and we're not fucking going anywhere. Meaning, we won't die. We're too damn stubborn, so yeah. you're going to lose eventually. Exactly. So Vala runs to the DHD in the Stargate when she hears growling, and thankfully it's just, she doesn't shoot the tussling in the woods because mm-hmm. it's Steelk being like, hey... <laughs> This is a horror film. Don't run off to the woods alone. I do love... Vala gives me, like, Elmer Fudd vibes <laughs> throughout this episode. Like, she's, like, gonna catch the wabbit. The wabbit. The wabbit. <laughs> like, she's just very interested. She wants this thing. She so can see the money. Yeah. Yeah. And you know how, in again, in Looney Tunes, how... Uh, they would look at whatever they were going to catch and see, like, a cooked dinner. Yeah. Uh, she just sees little bags of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, well, if you do run off in the woods on your own, like, actually dial out and get help. Yeah. And it was like, I was about to, but then there was the sound. And before they can continue that, they pause to hear something. In the woods. Rushes them, and in the process of killing it with explosions, Teal'c and Vala end up on top of each other with just adorable little fun moments. I, I call this moment grenade and heroism. Uh huh. And I feel like we need a drink that's called grenade and heroism. Because here's the thing not only did Teal'c, like, cover her 
Uh-huh. But we even went so far as to put his hand underneath well, her yeah. head to make sure it didn't it's hit. fall. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't want to mess with that great hair. But yeah, grenade and heroism. Yep. And it's a teal drink, so it's got to be strong. But here's what I'm thinking, right? Because it's the grenade portion of it. So heroism is something that, like, it's got to be a drink that's something like easy. Yeah. But then you drop a shot of something in it. Oh, yeah, it's, it. Definitely, it's, it's definitely a bomb drink. Yeah. Where you like drop like like, maybe the grenade is like tequila, and then you drop something into it. Yeah, you drop the tequila into it. I don't know, grenade and heroism. I kind of just I honestly want to rename um uh a, the the Guinness bomb because it has such a oh, tragic name to it. The awful, yeah. But it's such to me again. Guinness is such an easy drinking like comfort. Yeah, it's a very teal beer. I yeah. feel. I'm, um, I'm for it. So I'm just gonna rename the we'll rename that the, the Bailey's and uh, Guinness um, bomb drink as to uh, the grenade and heroism. The grenade and heroism. I like it. Um, <laughs> my dog has a beard of random grass clippings. Well, it's better than a beard of lizard parts. That's fair. So Thor is still angry up at the cabin in Minnesota. Oh yes. And the power and phones are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the op- this is the opposite end of the horror film spectrum. Yeah, this is the dark and stormy night, quite uh, literally. Uh, Cam hears a sound and takes out a sidearm to see. Um, only to come face to face with Landry and a shotgun. <laughs> and they awkwardly <laughs> laugh it off. Yeah, it's exactly like they're both scared. They yeah. both got their guns out. Yeah. They might as well both be, just be in their underwears yep. a la Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yep. In what is that movie where oh. he's uh, where he does like the weird air splits? I don't remember. Um, I'm gonna find it. I feel like every film with with Van Damme includes air splits. There's one specific one that I'm just gonna wait out this ambulance and I'm just gonna keep talking through it. Yeah, we're just words that don't matter we, uh, as it flies past sorry. us. Um, it's a very loud ambulance. Is it Time Cop? No. Double Impact. Um. It just no. the 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 tone just keeps getting lower. Yeah, it, it just continues to get lower. Someone's yelling at me what the name of this film it's is, just, and I'm so sorry. It just kind of the 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 siren just kind of faded into nothingness. It just kind of got sad. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. So Landry is not a hunting guy. But he does have a rifle because last summer when he was here, a black bear just decided it wanted whatever was in the kitchen. Okay, it is either Time Cop, uh huh, um, or or one that came or not Sudden Death. That's too late. It's either I Time Cop or Hard Target. But I'm gonna go either. with Time Cop. <laughs> um, you should watch them. We're gonna have a Van Damme night. Okay. Um, so here's the thing I'm learning about myself as I get older. Yeah. Yeah. Whether I want to believe it or not, because I'm pretentious as fuck and I like indie movies, Uh my actual favorite movies are action movies. I mean, they're pretty much all awesome. Because I'm a dumb, dumb, dumb. Okay. They both realize that they just need to calm the fuck down a little bit and Mm -hmm. promise not to shoot each other by accident over the night. Stop doing that. Um, And just, here's my thought, okay? This is not a big cabin. Yeah. There seems to be two rooms to this cabin. If Teal'c and Cam and Vala and potentially Daniel was supposed to all come to this cabin, where is everyone sleeping? Because you know Landry has his own room. 
Yeah, Landry's taking Jack's bedroom. I'm assuming against Sam's interest, it's going to be Sam and Vala in the other room? Yeah, or they may just all go sleepover style in the living room. But they're not going to have an empty room. That's true. I, you know what it is? It's, it's going to be... be... Vala grabbed the room and is like, Sam, yeah. you're going to sleep with me! And Sam's like, well, Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be like a jockeying for, like, who's going to land the room first? Who's yeah. going to land... The... Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna pull uh, husband Jesse to ask him what the film is. Okay. okay. We're going to do this slide. <laughs> we're going to do this slide. We're doing this. Hey. We're doing it. We need you real quick on the slide. This is very important. Okay. What is the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie... Where he's like in his underwear, I think in like the kitchen, and he does the splits in the air. Is it time cup? cup? <laughs> yes! Thank you. <laughs> Let the record show that I was right. He was right. <laughs> okay. And then he slowly closes the door again. <laughs> um, I want to watch Time Cop. I know, me too! <laughs> We're watching that today. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm like, Teal'c is like, I'll take the grounds. Yeah. Yeah, Teal'c's not going to care. He's going to be the first one to just lay out a roll out a bag. He uh-huh. may even roll it out outside if it's nice enough. Probably, like yeah. Porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just going to be like Daniel and Cam arguing over the couch that neither one of them fits on. Yeah, Daniel's going to be, I think, the one who's the most diva-like. As far oh, as 100%. like, I can't sleep on the floor. Yeah. Either that or he's going to bring his own air mattress. Oh, that actually might be the kind of That's person Daniel is. That's actually what Daniel is. Because he's done this enough, had to rough it enough. He's been to that cabin before. He knows how many rooms are there. And he's like, I'm not... He likes sleeping in weird diagonal spaces anyway. He so does. he's just going <laughs> to diagonally lay out. That's very accurate. <laughs> so Daniel's bringing his own air mattress. Cam is going to be on the couch he doesn't fit on. So it's like legs hang over yeah. the, the top of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Teal'c's just hanging outside, and then it's just gonna be, like, Vala super happy in the bedroom, and Sam, who wants to not be there. Yeah. Sam's just gonna be like, this is awkward, because I come here to fuck. <laughs> usually. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I've been to this cabin before. I'm Please usually in the... Please don't sleep in that bed, in the past, <laughs> the past couple years, I've been in the other bedroom. Landry, you don't want to know what's going on in there. <laughs> She's like, I used to be in this bedroom until Jack moved to Washington, and then I'm in the other bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> If you know what I mean. <laughs> She's like consistent. Like, are, did you get clean sheets on that bed? Did you, did you want me to put clean sheets on there for you? <laughs> Do you want me to burn the bed for you? Yeah. Do you want me to switch mattresses between the two rooms? Them. Do you want me to put an air mattress on top of the bed for you? Do you just want to switch rooms? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to you switch rooms? Let's not do this. Let's. This is um, bad. He has stuff hidden. There is porn hidden. Don't open. <laughs> Don't open any of the nightstand drawers, okay? No, let's, Just don't let's open <laughs> They're locked. Don't pick the lock. <laughs> okay. You know how Airbnb's always have that locked closet? Don't do it. Don't, 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 don't open it. You don't want to know. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. So outside, someone is definitely watching them. Yeah. And like, <laughs> shit, where were we? <laughs> and once we later find out that this is like some low-level trust intern yeah. fuck up, he's sitting in this storm, man. I am glad I'm not him. Yeah, sucks to suck, dude. 
so the next morning, Cam is ready to head back out into, like, civilization. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, there's no power or anything. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, the storm has washed out the single road out of town. <laughs> yeah. And, like, one thing I know for damn sure, I don't even know how that goddamn Mustang made it to this cabin. Yeah. Those aren't made for off-roading. No. He's gonna have to clean the undercarriage of that thing real nicely Yeah, when he gets home. Yeah. Um, just sure luck. It's the same way that, um... The supernatural boys drive around their yep. car the way they yep. do. Yeah, drive like, the Impala into places like, that the Impala really should shouldn't drive. Not, probably would get stuck a lot. Yeah, yeah. At some point, maybe you should have gotten like a Wrangler. Just get a fucking truck. Any truck will do. Just, just something with four wheel drive, guys. It's just not as sexy. I'm in in of some mm, opinions. Yeah, because here's the thing: you get the right you get the right Jeep Wrangler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody has their own things. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I do like some, like, you know, I'm a, I, we know I'm a huge fan of old Corvettes. Oh, yes. Not as much like the 90s era bullshit, but like, or 80s style bullshit, but like. Yeah, I didn't care for the futuristic looking cars of the 80s. No, unless it's a DeLorean, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) DeLoreans are very unique. What was it, like the Lotus was the big thing in the 80s? that looks dumb. It's not my bag. No. It's not my bag. So, um, they're going to have to rough it because no, even though Landry is an Air Force General, choppers aren't for personal transportation. Also, Landry already tried that and there's not available. (laughs) He's like, it was not... It was my first choice as well. I'm just going to pretend it wasn't. be fine. Yeah, totally cool. In Landry's office, Sam finishes up a phone call when Vala comes in. SG-25 is going to be fine because yada yada, yay, Gould healing device. Yeah. And we see that Sam is definitely not sitting in Landry's chair. Mm Mm-hmm. So Vala just comes on over and wiggles that butt and sits right down. Yeah. She's happy to go ahead and sit there. Because a woman's place is in the general's chair. Fuck yes. Well, I agree with this sentiment. I appreciate Sam's boundaries coming up. Hundred percent. But Sam is also like a woman did sit there. Do you remember? Like, yeah. well, I don't, you weren't here, but like, Doctor Elizabeth Weir was head of the SGC for a hot second there. Unlike and Cam, Vala reads no mission none. reports. None. No idea. Um, Sam does draw the lines at boots on the desk, though. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. I, I appreciate this. Like, hey, too far. Um, so, deadly creature dealt with. What's next? Yay. And Sam does well, have to pass along the real tragic news that the road to the cabin is washed out. Mm. Um, and they just can't go. So, Landry and Cam are stuck there. By with just themselves. each other. Mm-hmm. All by themselves. (laughs) Don't want to be. All by themselves anymore. (laughs) So it turns out Landry is a birder. I believe this. Landry. Makes total sense. I love what a dork he is. He's adorkable. He's a very dorky guy. Yeah. Who's also incredibly smart and atta- here's what I know, right? At the end of the day, Landry was just this just oh I I was so cute. Like you can see a little tiny Landry because he's just told us that he was a big boy. Yeah. He was was very interested in like learning stuff. 
and like checking out what birds do. Yeah. Very peaceful because he doesn't like hunting. Super. Um, we'll but he find had out this why he inc- doesn't like hunting later. Well, yeah, but he had this incredible tactician's brain. Yeah. That they put to use. Yeah. Anyway. Well um, and and that he's going to go birding for the very rare endangered fulvous whistling duck, mm. and it's their mating season. <laughs> um, I, I, Cam's like, I'm going to run. Because running not that because running is not birding and Landry's not going to force him because Landry knows that birding is something that you have to have in your soul. Oh yeah, I will be honest, that shit's not in my soul. So I will share a story that I don't think friend of the pod um, will mind me sharing. But last night, I believe that birding is in my soul, and here's why. <laughs> Last night, friend yes. Summer and I, friend of the pod Summer and uh-huh. I, were having a text message conversation where we invented Bird High School. Okay. Um, and the way we got here was I sent her an article about how platypus glow. Um, I think my favorite part of the story so far is that I wasn't at all like questioning how you would get to bird high school oh yeah well you know it just trying. seemed like a thing that would happen well because we were like look at i was like i think platypus are alien creatures that actually are just pretending to be yeah. um, um earth uh fauna yeah. and they're just not quite hitting it right uh, because now along with you know being having a fucking duck platypus yeah duck face and then like an otter's body and like poison coming out of their legs yeah. they also glow in the dark uh, or under iridescent light and i was like i think they're actually travelers from space and time yeah just got here and they're just like weird and and then somehow it became like um meanwhile ravens are badass because we're obsessed with ravens and i said I ravens that. Ravens are the guy that does the entire group project because fuck if I'm going to let the rest of you ruin my grade. <laughs> Again, I'm in this picture. <laughs> and I don't like it. And I don't like it. And then we, and then it just kind of evolved into like what other birds would be in school. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, are, are, are the birds of paradise or definitely the theater kids? Yes. You know, because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and there was a bunch of others, but it was very late at night and I don't remember that all. <laughs> all this to say that I believe birding might be in my soul. Yeah, uh, birding is not in my soul, but we do get the sound and the image of Landry oh. doing the mating call oh. of his duck. Etched into our souls. Oh, I love it so much. Forever. And, and okay, Cam's exit. We're going to take a moment, yeah. too. I'm going to let you finish your yeah. things because I know you've got notes. Um, Cam is just like, can I have permission to leave? <laughs> can I have permission to be anywhere but here? Please, please. Do I have permission to bleach my mind? <laughs> of all of this. And 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 then can he you just off. do modify memory <laughs> <laughs> for the last? I love his. Okay, thank you. Here I go. I think here I go is gonna be my new go-to for my trying to escape an awkward yeah. situation. It's like here I go. I'm I'm. This is me leaving. Am I Got leaving? It. Am I moving I, yet? Here, here I go. 
I, I don't know if that's an actual military thing, but the way he says, thank you, here I go. It <laughs> just made my entire fucking night. Uh, okay. It's just... Here I go. And then awkwardly walk away from the situation. I'm just... Just smoke bomb. Yeah. Just in... Just Homer Simpson into bushes. Yeah, just... Just got it. Got it. Anywhere but here. <laughs> um, I think if given the situation, I would go run. And we feel... We know how I feel about running. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Back at the SGC, they're doing an necrop. I'm probably going to join Landry in that bird call. Necropsy, autopsy of animals. Uh, well, it's still an autopsy. It's called something slightly different, and I have it written out here, but I can't pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Of the creature, led by Doctor Redden, uh, who is um, the lead of the, I think it's the Xenobiology Unit, Area Fifty One. Um, and I love that they never fully show us the creature yet. Yeah. Oh, I think you had it right. Necropsy. Necropsy? It just sounded broken as yeah. a word. Necropsy. Yeah. It, it seems like it's missing some Necropsy. syllables. Necropsy. I don't know. Still yeah. sounds like it's missing syllables. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and it's pretty disgusting. Um, but the more immediate issue is that when skins start to pick up low levels of radiation in the stomach lining... And like weird. Here's the thing. Um, if there is a creepy sack inside of a dead animal, just don't ever cut into it. Yeah. Just wrap that up and like burn it. But also, like, what good scientist isn't gonna cut into it? Mm, but also, just don't. I mean, yes, <laughs> intellectually, don't. But emotionally, always do. Because then there is a jumping black worm that that crawls itself out and jumps and has to be zatted by Teal. Kill it. Kill it. Always kill, kill it. Kill it with fire. As Cam goes jogging, there are some hunters yelling for help, having some real bad gun safety. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which, okay, can I tell you about a story? Yes. Okay, now, I, I say this. No, absolutely. We never deviate from nope, the proper storyline on the spot. I say this... With the understanding that there are people who, who who use, like, go hunting and teach their children at a very young age proper gun safety and how to respect guns. That's cool. I respect that. Um, I was picking up food the other day. Mm-hmm. And inside the restaurant, right next to the bathroom, is one of those, like, buck hunting video games that okay. have, like, the two rifles. Yeah. And there were two kids, I don't know, ages, kindergarten? Sure. Okay? Who, the, and some sort of guardian of theirs was standing right next to them. Seemed like knew the kids, so I'm going to assume guardian, parent, family, someone was watching them. Adult adjacent. Adult adjacent. And these two kids were taking the rifles and then pointing it and fake shooting it at everyone coming in or out of the bathroom. And everyone was just laughing. And I went, I have flags. Yeah. I'm going to throw a red flag on that play. I'm throwing some red flags on that play that maybe you, even if it's a toy, you should teach your children to not point guns at people. I mean, I'd love to have some context. Were the kids in the middle of a make-believe where everything that came out of the bathroom was an alien that had to be defeated? Or... But, like... Not, you know? But, like... 
even if so, like, m make sure that if you're doing it, it's in a place where all of the adults are in on that. Oh, yeah. Because I can, I can see the difference. If the kid's just like, haha, I'm shooting humans, then I'm concerned. Yeah. But if the kid's in pretend land, because I've done that before, and sometimes when you're in pretend land, you don't realize how inappropriate things are, and the parents are like, Probably. I think my thing was you're in public with a well, bunch yeah. of people that like don't know you or the kids and like don't know. That's important. And so I'm like maybe teach your kids to not point Or maybe rifles. let the kids play in pretend land but you be a heightened awareness parent and if you see someone who feels like I'm going to be like they're playing aliens or something or at least be yeah. able to call out and say Cause it was hey like I've got control of this five situation. Five minutes and it was in the confined area next to the restroom and it was like every single person going in and out of the restroom and I was like I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I'm giving my food so I can leave. Sure. Yeah I don't want to be here. Yeah. I mean I get it. I do. Yeah. Uh, but as a kid who did plenty of inappropriate things because she was in pretend land. Yeah. Um, I, I one time Oh, I can't believe I'm going to share a story. Okay. <laughs> One time we were at a store. Yeah. And my mom is a beautiful woman. Yeah. When we were young, she had a rockin' hot bod. Yeah. And she was wearing tan khakis with yep. no pockets on the butt. Okay. Okay? Yeah. We're here. I'm here. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good butt. Yeah. And she had to, like, stand up on a step because this was before you couldn't, you know, stand on the ladder yeah. that the workers had yeah, yeah, to yeah. get something off the high rack at the store. Uh-huh. And I had to smack her butt. Yeah. Like, I had well, to. sometimes you just have to. I had to ring the gong. Sometimes it's And just it a was thing. a gong, and I was, I had to do it. Yeah. And I got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> because my mom was like, that's inappropriate. <laughs> It's even more inappropriate while we're mom. out in public yeah. and I'm your mother. And I just, I didn't put any of that together. Yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. I, but I, I, I feel you. I think my soapbox I'm on is like. The parents. Well, it, there's also a difference between slapping a woman's butt and like, that's a gun. Yeah. And like gun safety, sure. we have too many kids that accidentally shoot other kids because they don't realize that the toy's not a gun. Well, there's, yeah, that, and it's important to teach your kids the difference between a toy gun and a real gun. And, yeah. And how. Like treat even toy guns like real guns. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, that was my. That's my gun safety uh, soapbox for this episode. Gun safety <laughs> is important. And, and look, it's, gun safety is necessary if you're gonna handle anything with that much power which is why I, I appreciated cam like you don't get the gun anymore yeah you don't get to play with this toy anymore. <laughs> this i'm taking this gun this is now my gun yeah i don't trust you with gun yeah um anyway the hunter says something attacked his buddy and they go find the buddy who's who's, who's super super dead yeah super dead it's horror movie death. Like the amount yeah. of blood used in this episode. Yeah, it's pretty pretty decent. Like more of than a couple, like a season's worth. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a blood heavy show on average. That's true. So in the briefing room, Doctor Redden tells Sam and Teal'c and Vala that the creature that attacked them used to be this nice little sweet docile herbivore that's like a weird koala dog thing. Yeah, it was like a little lemur-y type, you know, like koala. Yeah, lemur koala dog thing. It was cute. A lemur dog. Um, it's not what it looks like now. <laughs> No, it's not, not what attacked all. them. 
It looks like something out of The Last of Us. And so that weird black worm attack thing gives off this weird radiation. It got itself into the stomach lining of this cute little fuzzy animal and fucked with its DNA. Just not good. So how did this black worm get to the planet? Hmm. So I'm guessing the wash road out of town is beyond where the hospital or fire station is. Yeah, apparently there's no, <laughs> apparently there's just no helicopters can fly there anyway, because yep. they're not life flighting people out of no. here. Uh, and since an ambulance is able to get to the hunter, uh, and they're like, well, it's a bear, but this is Stargate. So it's not a bear. It's a bear is my new excuse for things I don't want to talk about. <laughs> It's a bear. Why is why is your homework not done? Because it's a bear. Because it's a bear. There was a bear. And <laughs> quickly some crazies in a truck and a wrangler drive by all excited and honking their horn to go like hunt something new. Oh yeah, it's 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 fun times. Landry time. wants the park shut down, but the ranger's like, I'm gonna be honest, man. Um if the crazy hunters are able to kill it, actually makes my life easier. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna let them go to town. And if they kill each other in the process, I'm just going to turn a blind eye with that. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the SGC, SG-12 is attacked by something. Yep. Uh, that sounds familiar, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. And in the briefing room, we learn that, Jaf- that Jaffa nor none of our other allies have been attacked. Um, but our teams have now been attacked by seemingly the same creature on two different planets. So interesting. Funny how this sounds like the B-plot in this episode, too. Weird. So, still wondering if it might be the Ori. They're not sure. The only thing they do know is that it seems like it's only showing up on worlds they visited. It's almost like it's our fault. Well, I'm also going, if you haven't visited the planet, then how would you know if it's also been there? Hmm. Like, do you really have contact with any planets that you haven't been to? What a quandary. Interesting. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Um. So back at Jack's cabin, they're pretty sure it's not Bigfoot. Which I'm not. It very well could be Bigfoot. I'm not convinced. I mean, uh, not until I see it. And they prep some shotguns. Mm -hmm. And Landry's pretty sure the sheriff is, like, he's not just building up tourism. He's just not like, hey, there's some cool, come hunt this mysterious creature. Um, He's, and he's way more concerned about the situation between the drunken hunters and whatever the fuck is out there hunting drunken hunters. (laughs) Yeah. Not saying he's on the bear's side. Uh Uh-huh. Just saying it's not a good situation. Yeah. And... The next morning, as Landry and Cam go hunting, Cam mm. reveals that despite the fact that a man is dead, this is far more relaxing. Yeah, well, because he knows what he's doing. Well, it's also just, it's something to do. Yeah. For to Cam, just sitting around, reading a book, having a beer, like, my happiness level, is anxiety-inducing. Um, I can relate to that to some degree. Yes. The sense of, like... You need to be actively doing a thing or mm-hmm. else you feel like there's just, like, this monkey on your back. There's something that you're not doing. Yeah. But if you're actively doing a thing, then there's... Then you can't be worried about the thing you're not doing because you're actively doing this thing. Yeah. 
It's just you can't let the voice have a chance. The yeah. voice in your head. La la la. Yeah. Don't it's let it talk. Here, so I'm talking over it. Yeah. And we learned some backstory from Landry. Mm-hmm. He was a pilot in Vietnam and ended up having to eject one flight and landed north of the DMZ. Um, and with a busted up knee, he was basically hunted himself for like eight days. Yeah. And and they tracked his blood day and night. Jeez. He was on the move. Um, you know, finally he was able to make it out. And so Cam gets it, like, not a big hunter. Yeah. Um, he's like, Being on the other side kind of changes things. Yeah. Um, and Cam hears something and goes after it. When over the radios, they hear that there is another body. Yikes. And we hear Cam then <gasps> Guys, see that there is... we have a butterfly visitor. There is yet another body. Okay. Sorry, butterfly I got distracted. Don't get stuck in the spider web. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's it's a, and it book. is the right type of butterfly. Rain- it is a monarch. It's a reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. I can be okay. I'm done. Okay, so here's my thing. Yeah. How do I get like a hundred of those in my backyard? There are certain plants they like. I know. Okay, I'm gonna do. Because you can like, like, there is a nursery near us. I'll tell you the name later. That okay. they have a what's a butterfly atorium? Oh, a butterfly garden. A butterfly. Well, they have like a full butterfly atorium thing with oh. all the butterflies inside. Okay. Um, and then they sell butterf like they sell butterfly attracting plants too. I need it. Okay. Yeah. So back at the SGC, our group is looking for any similarities between the two planets. One, the first one they went to observe and to make contact if they rejected the Ori. Mm-hmm. The second one was just flat out spying. Like this planet has already gone full origin. Yep. And there's one key new feature to both these missions that we as the audience did not know existed yet. Uh-huh. A week ago, they have begun using a sonon cloaking device. Oh. So they were all invisible on those planets. It was all sneak planets. All sneak attack. And so just for safety reasons, Sam has recalled all of the sonon cloaking devices. Yep. Uh, including those in Area 51. But the problem is, is there is one missing still. Dun, dun, dun. As Sam uh, gets some sensor set up for sensing things in the isolation lab. Uh, sure, 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 sure. She is taking some readings as Tilk goes through each of the cloaking devices for irregularities. Yeah. I do love that Tilk volunteers as Donut. 100%. I mean, he's like, I'll wear it. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, and Agent Barrett apparently called from Area 51. Vala goes in to tell them. And I guess we're able to trust him again, although I am guessing his brainwashing is what allowed the trust to get a cloaking device out of Area 51. It's tough, right? Like, how do you put these agents back into work once they've been through that? And it's only been, like, a week. Yeah, like, how? what type of... Um Deprogramming? Yeah. How do we debrief this situation? Yeah. Um, I get that... Is there anything that they have now that makes them resistant to re-brainwashing? No idea. Or more, uh, you know, vulnerable to it? Who freaking knows? Questions. They need a ring of brainwashing protection. They do. Um, And basically they have all the people who had security clearance to -hmm. get the devices and they're questioning them now. Yeah. And as they go through this, the group realizes, Tilk's like, you know, it's ironic that not <laughs> long ago, the mere presence of a ghoul on Earth would have been the cause of great concern. And Sam's like, yeah. First, I mean, 
who would have thought we would have bigger fish to fry? Yeah. And second, who would have thought that Teal would have used the word ironic? <laughs> that he would have understood the concept, grasped yeah. the concept of something not so straightforward and sincere. But don't worry, Tilk soon sinks into the more comfortable indeed. Yeah, thank goodness. And as Tilk cloaks again, we see the radiation elevating and Tilk sees that little damn black worm and goes to zat it, comes back out of the cloak and everyone can now see it. Hmm. Big yike. Back out hunting. I do love the reference to the unfortunate vice presidential bird hunt. <laughs> I saw you holding in the laughter. <laughs> um, we're going to leave that there. We're, no words. It is what it is. Gun safety. Gun safety. Okay. So our guys come up, uh, and the hunters are just going for broke. <laughs> they are like... Yeah. They They've, saw a thing move. And Landry and Kim are like, can you not? They wiped out, uh, what is it, Bass... Bass Pro Shop. The Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. They've hit Cabela's. Yep. They've the everyone's wiped out and sold out in the in you know in the twenty mile radius yeah. of this. And it's even worse when you re- like soon you realize um, they're hunting a human right now. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, so they said they saw something move, and Cam just goes off running, starts tracking blood, and eventually comes to the source you see actively bleeding, and tells the guy who's the cloaking device on that he should turn it off. And we see this poor guy who's very, not gravely injured, as Cam puts out, it's a clean shot. He's <laughs> yeah. gonna be fine. Yeah. You're, yeah, it's through and through, buddy. Yeah. Which I feel like, I, I know that you're gonna be fine, but you still It still got hurts shot. like a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't feel he's gonna be fine. Yeah, I don't feel okay. <laughs> In the infirmary at the SGC, Vala is just making sure that Teal doesn't have any symptoms of on- sudden onset monsterism. Uh-huh. He's fine. And and yeah, the xenobiologist comes in and is like, you're good, bro. Yeah. No radiation poisoning, no DNA manipulation. Like, it didn't get you. And they realize that the little worms are sort of stunned when they first show up. And they only get active later. Um, and since the Sudan cloaking device emits an energy field that surrounds the wearer... Mm. And, like, puts them in their own little pocket dimension of subspace. Sam thinks these worms are actually bleeding through from an alternate dimension. Oof. Yikes. I mean, we've run into creatures from another dimension before. Mm-hmm. And Vala is thinking that since the Sodan have been using devices for hundreds of years, they're, they might have. Would have been nice if they put a beware may cause a deadly extra-dimensional radioactive monster causing creature to appear sticker on the side of them. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Yeah. Um, but either Sudan didn't know what was happening or even worse, Sam doesn't want to... They need, a li- like, a little ancient general's warning. Yeah. Surgeon general's warning. Uh-huh. Sam's like, maybe this wasn't a problem until we started using them. Yep. So, Cam takes the guy's cloaking device. Uh-huh. He's been shot. He's gonna be fine. It hurts. Cam's had worse. You know, suck it up. I mean, he has. <laughs> Super <laughs> worse. Um, but before he can call an ambulance... He needs to know why the guy's running around the woods with the cloaking device. Yep. Cam guesses the guys to trust here to spy on Landry and them. And the guy's just full up panicking. Yeah. Uh, it, like, there's no lying to Cam, dude. 
Well, it's also like, I- I'm completely imagining that this guy is like some flunky. He's barely better than an intern. Well, yeah, they sent a disposable guy out for this 100%. mission. 100%. Knowledge with knowledge that there was a good chance he'd get caught. Well, and it's also like the guy knows it with the Gould, but this guy does not probably does not know that. Like a trust is an organization that does not deal out information unless you need to know it. Yeah, yeah, and they specifically have people whose whose jobs it is to be dispensable. Yeah. Sometime later over coffee and a working phone, Yes. Um, Landry explains to Sam what went on. And they found a car full of surveillance equipment. Mm-hmm. And at most, they've learned that Cam is bad in chess and has sleep apnea. <laughs> oh, Cam. Cam. Um, Sam has learned that those creatures are most definitely our fault. Yep, we did this. Yeah. So when they started using, they noticed this extra bit of radiation. And it's not the same radiation they're detecting now. And they actually modified to shield that radiation to make it safe for our people to use them. Mm-hmm. But actually, that radiation had a very specific purpose. Yep. That radiation repelled the worms. And the Sodan gave no shits about it because they have symbiotes. Yeah. And like, they don't give a shit. Like, they don't worry heal. about radiation. Yeah. Seems like the worm bleed is random, but now they know how they have no clue how long the trust's been operating the cloak. Yep, here on Earth, so they have no idea how many worm creatures are out there. If only you could, you know, check the memory of the cloak. So, have fun in your cabin in the woods scenario. Yep, uh, with something definitely worse than a grizzly bear. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of bugs out there. Okay, here I go. So they finally get the trust intern some medical help. Yeah. Um, there's a full security force around there, too. I love, like, they just tell this poor sheriff, it's like, mm, wrong place, wrong time, he got shot. The Air Force is taking over this investigation for Sucks national security suck. reasons. Bye. Don't ask questions. Get out. He's <laughs> like, national security for a grizzly bear? Yep. 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 It's very special. Don't grizzly. ask questions. And as the guy walks they away, they should have just made something up like, "Oh yeah, they gave this, um, this, this, uh, this bear this was part of the MK Ultra experiment. He's actually almost seventy years old, yeah. and he shouldn't be around, and we're protecting him." Um, this bear is on LDS. Mm-hmm. LSD. Yeah, it is LSD. I still always go back to like the Star Trek joke. Oh. Where- <laughs> He gets the initials wrong. I'm a dummy. I get and it. And I still, yeah. I love it. It's like, I don't remember where it was, but I still go ESP and. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funnier because I frequently confuse letters, so that's what makes it extra well, funny. Well, and then LDS is something too, isn't that like I a Mormon I think it's a church. Sect of, yeah, religion. It is. I was just mainly quoting Star Trek. I like it. I'm dumb. I should have known better. Uh, it's fine. It's you don't always know all my very deep uh, Star Trek references. Some of them that are so deep that even other Trek fans would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Fair. I'm very proud of you for it. So, just as the poor sheriff is walking away, Cam and Landry hear him scream, and of course, he's dragged away by the monster. Yay, we don't have to worry about the suspicious sheriff anymore. It is the best view we get of it so far. That yeah. weird, like skinless bear thing. Yeah, it is really creepy. It also kind of reminds me of, um, were they 
Oh, I forget what they're called in Ghostbusters. Are they the Demogorgons in Ghostbusters? Uh, the the demon dogs. The demon dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah to, well, I'll take it. Yeah, but Demogorgons works too. It is very Demogorgon. It is very Demogorgon. It's a very Cthulhu inspired animal. So, they go on a chase without much success. Now things are serious. Like SGC has taken over Jack's cabin. Mm-hmm. We're at we have tense out here levels of seriousness. Yeah. Everyone is geared up, ready to go. There's no more hunting rifles. Yeah, no. So Cam... We've cleared the area. This yeah. is full military. This is Predator now. Cam thankfully sums up the entire episode succinctly. Little critter from a different dimension that burrows into a big critter, turning into a rampaging monster. Yay, rampage. Sam yeah. has calibrated some sensors to, with, uh, to find its distinctive radioactive energy signature, but as long as they're within 300 meters of it. Science, science, science. We gotta find it before nightfall. More science is that a second radio, uh, radioactive tinker device thing yeah. is gonna be dropped that has the radioactive signature that they don't like. Uh-huh. And we're gonna set it up like a radio fence around the park because it worked really great for Jurassic Park. Yeah, those always never cause trouble. Yeah. Vala, again, tries to... Help, uh-huh. suggesting that they lure it to them because who wants to go hunting deadly creatures in the dark? Yeah. Um, Cam just I mean, sort of she's like got a point. Points with his eyes towards Landry, and like, she's like, "Whatever you want." She Landry. does the thing again where it's like, "Bala, there's rules of how we do the thing." Bala don't give no shit about that. Bala is a ask for forgiveness, not permission. Exactly. Um, Cam does figure they can save that for Plan B, though. Yeah. That night, everyone is hunting. Bala's with Teal'c, really thinking that this is, you know, like, you guys should listen to my experience, guys. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing hunting rare, deadly creatures. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've, I feel for Vala a lot, because I, I think that Vala reminds me of myself in, in my workplaces, mm-hmm. where it's like, I have ideas, and I know they're good. Yeah. Let me share them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Teal'c tells her that a mighty Jaffa warrior once said that the greatest strategy is doomed to fail if there's no army to follow it. Yeah. Um, it is, like, we are many. It is one. That is uh-huh. why we will prevail. Dun, dun, dun. Over the radio cam, and Sam picks something up on the radars. Then Teal'c does. And everyone is picking up the same target. Yep. And when they close in on the same clearing at the same time, nothing's there. Yeah, that's not right. Listen, no creature, no matter how vicious, is stupid enough to attack a group this large on its own. Isn't it, though? They've scared it off. Mm Mm-hmm. Famous last words. It is literally right behind her. (laughs) And everyone starts firing as she ducks. I also kind of love how this, like skinwalker creature kind of looks like old school stop motion oh yeah it looks yeah. a little bit like just old what school. is it harryhausen is that the, the I person i think so yeah uh like a harryhausen monster i'm gonna look it up make sure i'm saying the right thing and and finally they do kill it it falls she pops back up and you know she has been wrong on occasion we get a holy hana from sam yeah i feel like we have not gotten one of those in a while um, and everyone stops. Oh, they haven't killed it yet. Sorry, it disappeared. 
<laughs> everyone stops as as the creature circles them and they reload and a very tense moment it comes flying out of the woods and then finally this is where they kill it yeah overwhelming fire there's a lot of bullets that go into taking this so, thing down uh, yeah it does not go down without a fucking struggle. no no it's not fucking around by the way it was Harryhausen and okay. I'm gonna not try to I'm gonna give credit where credit is due the reason I actually know the name because it's uh, it's I think it's Ray Harryhausen. Yeah. But is from Monsters Inc. Oh. Because Monsters Inc. does a tribute to Ray Harryhausen. They do. They, do. they name the restaurant Harryhausen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all. So. Um, they they kill it, and that that is what Cam calls relaxing. Yay! Killing beasts. Um and. F- Vala really wants to make sure it's dead because, again, she's seen horror films. Mm-hmm. And as, unfortunately, it's while Cam is walking up to it that she unloads her P90 into yeah. it. <laughs> Jeez. Um, because rule number two is never approach a creature assuming it's dead. Cam has a few rules to add into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vala finds it very strange that she's never seen a lone creature behave so aggressively towards a larger group, though. Mm. But she's never encountered a radioactive mutant either, so. So there's that. And that's when there's runner behind Landry. Oh right, this is the part where We're it's not like kidding. it's right behind me, isn't it? <laughs> it's right there, and And they're quickly able to take out the second. Vala feels much better now that there's two. It makes sense. They were friends. They were they were tag teaming. They were Thelma and Louising their way through this. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime, Fun times. Sometime later, all the rest of the military setup is gone from Jack's cabin. Uh-huh. And it's just as she went in Landry playing poker. Oh, yes. And Vala's still learning the lingo, but she's probably watched a lot of poker tournaments. Oh, yeah. I don't want no one ever take Vala to Vegas. Yeah. Don't. Or, or do. <laughs> or, hear me out, or do... She would cause such mayhem. But let, like, just stay, like, ten feet back. Oh, man. Um, yeah. She's gonna, you know, they're playing poker as, as she says, they flop their nuts. <laughs> Is that even real slang? Is just I'm not a poker people? expert, but oh, my Flop your nuts. Somebody tell us if flop your nuts is a real thing. Uh, they're hoping there's not a third creature, but they're taking precautions. Um, I also, there's just something, again, these little things that give you an image of the people's characters. Everyone has their chicks, their chips all stacked up. Uh-huh. Except for Cam. Yeah. Who just has, like, of chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only ever played poker once. <laughs> I took the table, and I've decided to retire. Nick, Nick, you know, Nick still has feels around that. He's still mad. He still has definite feels about that. Because everybody else was in it to win it, uh-huh. but they had strategies, and I was just playing the fucking chaos Muppet that I am, so they're like, we can't read her. I wasn't the first person out. That's, hey, that's something. Which is something for me, because I play poker like Sam plays poker here. Yeah. Um, but Sam probably does have a better poker face than I do, though. Yeah. The next hand, Cam is out. I don't Sam know. I think yours is getting better. Is all in only because of this podcast. Yes, and we I... haven't actually tested it in poker. Right. True. Uh, the last time we played poker was with uh, with polyhedral dice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot Instead of that. chips. Um, Teal'c knows 
you know, it comes down to just Sam and Teal'c, and they stare each other for a while. Mm -hmm. And Teal'c knows that a true warrior knows when to fold him. And Sam wins the hand, and she was totes bluffing! And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to tell everyone that you were bluffing! Okay, so here's (laughs) here's my question. Yeah. Did Teal'c know? I think Teal'c may have given it to her. I think Teal'c gave it to her. Um, but Cam says that a true warrior knows when to hold him. I think Teal'c's poker face is so good that we that they don't even na- know that he oh, gave her the game. Teal'c has to have the best poker face. Teal'c only has a poker face. <laughs> There's no other face he yeah, has. Yeah, um, the, yeah. Good times. Uh, and Landry's just happy to see everyone having a good time. <laughs> and Cam's like, yeah, you remember that time where I told you to, like, get down and then the look on your face and then there's a thing? And and Landry's like, um, everyone's butthole tightens a little oh, bit. just a tiny After that. Landry's like, a little squish of the butt. We're not relaxing that much. Yeah. I'm still your boss, fuck off. But much like Picard... At the end of Next Gen. Oh, yeah. Landry tells him to deal him in. Yay! The end. This the one end. was fun. Um, I like these. I like these little breathers of episodes, if you will, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, there's something big, but we pretty much handle it. Yeah. But there might be strings of it that stick around Just for later. Just a nice little Monster of the Week episode. Yeah, but there's, yeah, with a little bit of connective tissue to other things. Yeah. But not a ton. Um, mostly, I like that we're back at the cabin. The cabin, man. Yeah. You know my feels for Minnesota. Yeah, it is, it is good times, and I like the running around. Um, and what can I say... There's no way I can't love an episode with a beautiful car. I was about to say, really, it all comes down to the the Mustang, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I wonder whose it was in real life. I want that trivia. I (laughs) I don't know. know. If, 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 what is it? Uh, Oh, I just lost his name. Ben Browder. Actually actually drives that because (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) die. What's next? We will try to find that information (laughs) for you. Yeah. Uh, Next up is Stargate Atlantis Progeny. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that word means. I mean, you do. Do I? Like, offspring. Oh, progeny. Progeny. Okay, I like it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys uh, next week with progeny. Yes. Until then. Find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us at Facebook. There's no place like Tara. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Rate us like us, review us where you find your podcast. Let us know if you decide to watch Time Cop after this because I believe husband Jesse and I will. I'm not going to. I'm going to be honest. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.